This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please. Sorry about the delay, folks. Um, give me a second here. Let's fix the audio a little bit. And here comes the opening. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. It is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Tonight in my Talking Points, Canon Hinant, the five-year-old that was shot and killed 
that story has another sad twist to it. Sad on the part of a law enforcement official who opened mouth and inserted foot. Now, I'll defend the police with my dying breath, but when a police officer decides to open his mouth or her mouth and say something radically stupid, that's when I say, you're on your own, pal. So believe me, what I read just blew my mind. Five-year-old Kenan Hennant was shot in the head and murdered by a next-door neighbor, and the story got very little, if any, traction at all. And then when it was picked up by the mainstream media on CNN or MSNBC or Fox, it got barely a mention, barely a blurb. I mean, this five-year-old child was murdered, and the mainstream media decided to hold the story because it didn't fit their narrative. Well, here's something that fits their narrative, obviously, or at least I think it does. A police officer decided to open mouth, insert foot, and say stuff that really was disgusting, distasteful, and outright bloody fucked up. Okay? I'm sorry, but this cop deserves more than just suspension. I mean, when a police officer opens their mouth in the way that this guy did, it only adds to the pain that the parents are feeling. Police officers are supposed to be there to protect and serve the community, to look out for the businesses that people operate on a daily basis, not sit there and make comments like this moron did. Oh, you probably would like to know some of what he said. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to read it again anyway, but... Rome Smith, who works at the Cumberland County Juvenile Detention Center, uh, posted this Friday on Facebook about the August 9th shooting that cost Canon Hennant as he rode his bike outside his family home his life. He should have ducked, Smith said, allegedly. Y'all always trying to sneak dis and discredit a black person being killed innocently by police. Blame Cannon's parents for not watching him. Fuck y'all. Now, this is the most insensitive, racist comment I've ever read in my life, at least to date. This idiot's Facebook account, thank God, was ripped down. I don't know what's worse. The sheer horror of parents losing a child or having it compounded by a police officer or a juvenile officer uttering racist and highly insensitive comments such as these were posted on Facebook. And again, I'm glad this guy's Facebook account is gone. There is no excuse 
for this kind of stupidity. Now, I've heard people, and I've heard it on my own show, and it turned my stomach every time it was done. I've heard a guy make fun of people in the black community by, by doing a cheesy, racist imitation of their uh, speech pattern and everything else. Mostly what some folks would call a, um, a person from the hood, okay? Well, you know what? It doesn't matter where they come from. If you're making fun of black people by going, yo, man, the fuck, man, then you need some serious, serious, and I do mean fucking serious psychiatric evaluation, okay? I don't think there's a person alive today that would disagree with me. Racism in any form is still racism. And if you want to sit there and talk like a dickhead, then make sure you're nowhere near me because I'll knock your teeth down your throat. I won't give a shit. I will be happy to close that mouth up. I'll punch you in the mouth so hard that, well, let's face it, you'll look like you went through a prize fight with the heavyweight champ and lost. Now, that may sound like a threat to some folks. It's not. I guarantee I will knock the living shit out of anybody that's racist if they're within striking distance of my fist. I don't care. I grew up with a father who had attitude of racism coming from him so bad that I was the one who suffered the beatings, not him. But, of course, you know, there are people close to me that are in denial of this, which is ridiculous, but I digress. Five-year-old Canon Hinant died at the hands of a murderer, and all he was doing was riding a bicycle. Any police officer, any officer in juvie, any officer, period, who decides they're going to spew racist remarks and post them on social media, and think that it's okay, especially when it adds to the emotional pain already being suffered by the parents, this is inexcusable. Suspension is not enough, in my opinion. If they're suspended and they're still getting paid, pull their paycheck. This way, they can't afford (laughs) even the basics. I'm sorry, but racists deserve no less. They don't deserve to have a paycheck for making such racist and insensitive remarks as this person has done. Rome Smith should be discharged from his job post-haste. His insensitive and racist remarks added to the parents' pain. And that, my friends, is the most saddest point of all of this. To say something so insensitive and so racist which will cause emotional distress more than they needed, it's inexcusable. It is totally inexcusable. If a police officer, whether they work in juvenile or on the streets, is a racist, insensitive prick, they don't deserve to wear the uniform. 
But there are good officers out there. Let me say this for the record. There are good police officers out there. The actions of a small handful should never reflect badly on the good police officers that try to do their job every single day of their lives. The defund the police movement is only causing more stress than police officers already have while on the job. And when the defunded police have to lay off or because of attrition let go police officers, now you're adding to the unemployment lines. For these insensitive, racist officers, they deserve that. The insensitivity of a police officer and the racist attitude of a police officer can stain the department as a whole. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the most unfair what happens in a case like this. Canon Hinant deserves justice. The parents deserve justice. His siblings deserve justice. And this officer's racist and insensitive comments on Facebook, way out of line, he should be let go from his position. Because an officer like that can stain the entire department as a whole and poison a lot of good officers. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend this all over the globe on social media right now. With that having been said, it is now time as always for the rest of the story. And after seeing the doctor today and so forth, tonight's broadcast will only be a couple of hours. Tomorrow night's broadcast is going to be canceled because tomorrow night I have to go for the sleep study. The sleep study will determine what's causing me to sleep too much and oftentimes not enough. Even as I recorded this talking points tonight, I've yawned at least a, at least a dozen times and had to re-record this particular part six or seven. So, ladies and gentlemen, as I said, tomorrow night's broadcast, the Thursday edition, is canceled due to medical reasons. And tonight's broadcast is shortened due to medical reasoning. I apologize, but as soon as I can get back to full broadcasting, once medically cleared, of course, we will do just that. So like I said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. Okay. Yeah, I know. You're not seeing me on camera yet. All of those watching on the video platforms, hey, don't sweat no strain. I'd be there. Good evening and welcome to yet another edition of Firefox News Online. Hosted by Insanity Inc. Yes, Insanity Inc. That wonderful resort place to go when you need a break. Yes, Insanity Inc. The place to go when you've truly lost it all. Give them a call today at 1-900-I-AM-NUTS. That's 1-900-I-AM-NUTS. And be sure to mention Firefox News Online, and you'll get 10% off your first straitjacket. That's right, folks. The rooms are even padded for your creature comfort. No expense is spared to make you feel good. 
Insanity Inc. can also be reached by email. Write them today at I'm Nuts Looney Tunes Inc. Dot Nuts. <laughs> of course, that's just a little attempt at humor this evening. We got to have a little fun here. All right. Royal WC and Gunslinger hanging out in the Mixler chat room. And, of course, watching, I believe she's watching, by way of Periscope.tv is none other than Cherokee Rose. If I'm wrong and she's not there, well, I, I just gave her props, even though she wasn't there. We'll see. I'm willing to bet she's there. Cherokee Rose doesn't doesn't disappear on me. You know why? Because she's a nice person. All right, <clears throat> let's get this puppy started. Mm-hmm. I can talk. I, truly, I can, and you've seen me do it on camera. And those of you who have heard me on this broadcast on the radio platforms, you've heard me talk. I can do it. It may not happen exactly the way I wanted to, but, 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 what are you going to do? All you can do, 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 is what you can do, 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 do. Yes, having too much fun. Got off to a tiny bit of a late start tonight. Mother Nature was was having her her way with me as usual. She decided... Um, excuse me, but before you sit down at your desk, you need to empty yourself out first. Yes. In other words, I had to get rid of all that coffee I'd been drinking after I got back from the doctors. Yeesh. I love coffee, but I think I went a little overboard. Anyway, 347-945-5747. What I uh, opened my talk, what I opened the show with in my talking points um, is the most disgusting, the most vile thing I have ever had the misfortune of reading in my life. And I hope that this detention officer, I hope he, he loses, personally, I, he should lose his job. He should be fired. Let me read this uh, article on the story and you decide for yourselves. Should he be should he be able to let go because of his insensitive racist comments that he posted on Facebook? Or not? Rome Smith is the detention officer in question. And a New Jersey detention officer, Rome Smith, 
who allegedly wrote on Facebook that a five-year-old boy fatally shot in North Carolina should have ducked, has been suspended, according to county officials. Rome Smith, who worked at the Cumberland County Juvenile Detention Center, wrote on Facebook Friday about the August 9 shooting that killed Cannon Hinant as the boy rode his bike outside his family's home. He should have ducked, Smith, 49, allegedly wrote. Y'all always trying to sneak dis and discredit a black person being killed innocently by police. Blame Cannon's parents for not watching him. Fuck y'all. That's exactly what's written here. Disgusting. There's more. Smith's Facebook account appeared to be no longer available early Wednesday. County officials did not identify him by name, but confirmed the suspi- but confirmed the suspension and denounced the online comments as shockingly insensitive and racist in tone, according to NJ.com. We will not tolerate county employees using social media to broadcast hateful messages. Cumberland County Freeholder Director Joseph Durella said in a statement, This is not who we are, and we intend to pursue the strongest action available to us. Smith, who is black, could not be reached for comment on Wednesday by any news organization. He has been enrolled in the state's pension system for 26 years and currently earns $56,678, according to NJ.com. Smith's post was skewered as racist and very disturbing by those who spotted it online, including some who suggested that others let his workplace know about his thoughts on the fatal shooting of Cannon, who was white. He obviously, he is, excuse me, folks, getting tongue-tied. He is obviously racist against Caucasians. One post read, he laughed at a five-year-old boy being executed. The boy's father, Austin Hinant, told the Wilson Times Cannon was playing outside in Wilson with his sisters when he was shot. A next-door neighbor, 25-year-old Darius Nathaniel Sessoms, who was black, has been charged with first-degree murder in the boy's death. Witnesses told WRAL Cannon was riding his bike when a neighbor walked up to him and shot him in the head. Police investigators did not release any details about a possible motive last week, according to the station. Hanant, meanwhile, has dismissed claims that race played a factor in the shooting. This is no racial issue, Hanant told the Wilson Times. Sesame's parents said they suspect their son had taken drugs 
and was hallucinating during the shooting. Yeah. Okay. So you want to claim it was drugs. That's what the parent, the mother of this murderer wants to claim. I'm sorry, miss. But unless a uh, unless he's te- unless he was tested for possible drugs in his system the day of his arrest, I'm not buying it. Claiming he was hallucinating on drugs is too easy. Too easy and out. Darius Nathaniel Sessoms killed this boy in cold blood. It was cold-blooded, calculated murder. He just walked up to... Hallucinating on drugs. He would have been shooting everybody in sight. Okay? He would have shot every person everywhere. He, it would Cannon, his siblings, his parents, anyone across the street, they would have died if that were the case. But no. Five-year-old Cannon Hernandez was his target. He knew what he was doing. It was premeditated murder, plain and simple. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. It doesn't. And what really bothers me the most about it is that this child lost his life to a, to a person whose mother claims was nothing more than hallucinating on drugs. Okay? Unless a drug report comes out, I ain't buying it, like I said. Now, what does this mean for uh, for this case? When it comes to Rome Smith, like I said, Rome Smith, he was suspended after he posted those distasteful, disgusting comments on Facebook. And I'm glad to see his Facebook account, like I've been saying, is gone. But so should his job be gone. They don't need that kind of element in their midst. If, in fact, this is, and I'm going to uh, refer to Joseph Durella's comments, where, where Director Durella said, this is not who we are, and we intend to pursue the strongest action available to us. Well, Director, you better do that, because this son of a bitch made some pretty nasty comments, insensitive Moronic, and yes, 
racist. Funny thing is, I didn't see this on the mainstream media. At least not yet, anyway. Probably won't come out for another two days. I found this on Fox News Channel's website, but not a word was said today on Fox. I've been scanning the three cable networks. Nothing. Not one bloody word. Probably happening two or three days from now, if at all. This may be just relegated to online. How many people go to the websites? They don't. And if they do, they'll just scan the headlines and go, next, hey, is anything on TV worth watching? Is there a new episode of Dancing with the Stars yet? That's their, that's Ameri- that, that's the way most Americans are. I hate to say it. And since the lockdowns, it's gotten even worse. Now, I will say this. Firefox News Online has been blessed to have uh, many wa- uh, viewers and uh, listeners, even through the pandemic. And a lot of people, I mean... Wow. I haven't even looked at the stats for last week yet. But I know what I'm going to see. The same thing I see every week. Going up, 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 up. And since I added Trovo.live to the mix, I now have five video platforms instead of four. I'll take it. A little bragging, a little happy bragging. Joining me on the on the line at three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. The Lone Star State Stupid People. And Breaking up. Yes, I can hear you. Just checking. Let me grab my headphones here so I can hear you even better. But what was all that racket I just heard? I have no idea. Quiet as a mouse here. I got my fan on low, so. New Jersey officer gets suspended for making racist and insensitive remarks regarding Canton Hanant, who was murdered in uh, who, who was murdered um, like, like like something. Are you running a machine or something or? Let me check the damn Skype. It's probably microphone's probably on on steroids. Hang on. 
I wouldn't be surprised. I, mine is purposely on steroids because, like He-Man, days used to say, I have the power uh, in more ways than one. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Rome Smith, who was a who was a detention officer uh, with the Cumberland County Juvenile Detention Center, wrote these disgusting remarks uh, about the August 9th shooting of Cannon Hanant. Which I'm sorry, this sick bastard does not belong working in a juvenile detention facility or as a cop in general, because that kind of, that kind of attitude, that, that racist mentality is why you've got Antifa and BLM out there shitting all over police. It's that kind of mental defectiveness that is causing the, the rift between the community and police. Maybe it's just me. But something has to give. What do you think, Gun? I don't know if he can, if, if the noise is still there or not. All I'm seeing is a, is a blank, white window on Scott. Fucking Scott. Fucking microshaft. Some bitch. Yeah. So, what do you think about this uh, this detention officer making these racist comments on Facebook about Cannon Hinant, the five year old that got shot in North Carolina uh, last week? I don't know. I'm glad that he's, he should be fired. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, there ain't no doubt about that. Um, <clears throat> I, what was what was his color? I'm, I'm guessing black. Probably. You guessed right. Yeah, you know. I guess right. Yeah, that's what I thought. That really much answer, <laughs> much, pretty much answers the question right there. Um, you know, they're racist against whites. You know that. You know that that's a that's a plain and simple fact. Okay. So does it surprise me that somebody would say something like that, being of that person? No. Sick bastard. Let me go, go, go to show you what sick bastards they are. <laughs> go ahead. Well, there are races. There are races, too. I mean, let's, let's, not, uh, let's not kid ourselves. I mean, you, when you've got um, uh, white people uh, hating blacks, it, 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 it makes all white, everyone in the white community look bad. When you've got a racist in the black community, it makes the the black community look bad. Because there aren't, I'll tell you something, man. There are no, I've never, with the exception of the bullies I grew up with, and the occasional uh, beating I got because my father's big mouth got got me in trouble instead of himself. (laughs) Let's, Let's face the reality here. There are some very wonderful people in all races, not just one or two, okay? When you, when you talk about, now, now, like I, I've mentioned the people I grew up with, the folks I grew up with, wonderful, wonderful ladies, uh, Marcelina, her daughter Catherine, uh, and, 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 and our mutual friend um, Dora. These three ladies, absolutely wonderful, 
to me. They treated me with love. They treated me with kindness. I couldn't. You can't ask for a better name. Okay. And let me tell you something. I had the. I had such a big crush on Catherine. It wasn't even funny. I don't even think she knows. Well, she probably knows now, but just I just mentioned it on air. But look, I've 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 never people in the black community, the Hispanic community, or even in the Asian communities that I've been to who are racist towards white people. But they are out there. And that's what that's what's sad. You know? I mean, look, Gunslinger, you and I, you know, could be the targets of racial discrimination. We could be the targets. In fact, I've been the target of racial discrimination. My, 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 I mean, holy shit, I have shit on with that one. Is still is still is is still there, and it sounds like I'm trying to do, I'm trying to think what it sounds like 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 a machine like like some like, like I don't know somebody plane or or or, or, or. but anyway, it's weird. <laughs> so I think. When it comes to when you have someone, regardless of the black, white, Hispanic, Asian, or pink with purple polka dots, making racist comments, it it really reflects badly on. Women of law enforcement, they end up getting their reputations tainted. You know, their reputation of doing good work tainted. By the by, the words and actions of a small handful of malcontent idiots that don't understand that their racist words have consequences toward all officers, not just themselves. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, it's like this: you're never going to get rid of racism. Okay, if you if you think so, you got another thing coming. Okay, and I'll tell you why. Because as long as there's people out there like the Reverend Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton, race baiters. They're called race baiters. Okay, it's mm-hmm. like when you bait a fish hook. If you go on fishing, you bait that fish or that fish hook in order to catch a fish with whatever bait is available. You can use crickets, you can use worms, you can use, hell, I've used all kinds of shit. Even chopped up either uh, other fish as fish bait, okay? So as long as you have people like that that are putting the seeds into these, say, these black people's minds that it's the white person, it's the white people, they're the one that enslaved you, get over it. That happened over, a, what, 150 fucking years ago, Okay. Ain't nobody slave today, okay? But as long as that idea is still pushed in these people's heads, okay, they're going to think, wow, you know, Whitey owes us a living. They owe us a reputation and all this bullshit. 
sorry, go back and relearn something, okay? Because we don't owe you jack shit. If it was for anything, anybody that owes anybody anything, it's going to be the be the blacks that owes the whites for what all they have destroyed over the decades. Welfare, uh, criminality. Look at the uh, uh, population in the prison system in the United States. The majority of it is black. Okay, I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. I'm not the one that made it. Okay, but go look up the numbers. The numbers don't lie. Okay, so why are all these blacks in, in, in prison, in jail systems, and all this stuff across the country? Uh, gee whiz. Maybe because they rob people and do things just like, you know, they're doing in Portland and Seattle and all these other places, you know, burning buildings, pillaging. Uh, how you going to stop that? <laughs> Go ahead. Good luck. Well, let me let me just let me just point something out, Gunslinger. Not all of them are in there because they com- they commit crimes. There is a, a very small handful, and, and, and it's a very small handful of people uh, that you know in the black community, in the Hispanic community, you know, and so forth, that were wrongfully arrested and wrongfully charged. A lot of them. They're finding a lot of the, the a lot of jurisdictions are finding out that this has happened with people, but the, you know it has to go through the process, and it's unfortunate that that happens. But the majority of our prison systems has have people in there that did commit these crimes, that have committed murder, that have committed a, a, a brutal assault that have broken into broken in and stolen property that have destroyed property and uh, in the process the 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 fallout from all of those actions usually uh adds up to more people uh being affected than just the initial victims so what i see happening here and and, and i and i i see this as clear as glass is when you've got a guy like Rome Smith who decides to go on Facebook and make a sick, twisted comment like he did, well, guess what? That buzzard deserves to, be, to have his feathers plucked, okay? And, that, and, his, and his dumb racist ass put on the unemployment line. So, he, so his brand of stupid doesn't infect the rest of the department. But there's always someone like that out there. I agree with you. You're not going to be able to cure racism. That's the sad reality. Oh well, yeah. I mean, you're, I mean, I can. Yeah, I thought you said. Well, all I was going to say was, I, I wish we could. I really wish we could cure racism. Just can't. The only way, like I said, that if you could cure racism, we would have a utopian society. <laughs> Sorry, ain't going to happen. Never as long as there's people like that on both sides of the fence, white or black, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, racist. Oh, I'm going to say these racist slurs and all this shit. Oh, you know what? Uh, no, you don't. Uh, I don't know your shit. Oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. No, you don't. Yes, you do. No, you don't. It's going to be back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Okay. I've seen it my entire life. 
Okay. I mean, it was it wasn't as bad before Bumbutt got in there that held the office of the president hostage for eight years. He was the instigator of racial tensions as it stands today. Okay. Because <laughs> what else is there? It wasn't nothing before that, but all of a sudden, poof, it exploded. <clears throat> well, there's got to be a, a combustion point. There's got to be a flash point of where it went from kind of going downhill. Racism in this country was going downhill prior to Butt Buddy, okay? But then all of a sudden, when he got in there, just a few, couple of years, boom, it took off like a fucking scalded cat, okay? You tell me where it started. <laughs> Pretty clear to me. <laughs> Go ahead. I think the uh, the the uh, the the, 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 the <laughs> tongue tied the the overall situation now. It would, I believe goes beyond uh, racism. Goes beyond just racism. I believe it goes. Uh, it goes to. Uh, hate groups, uh, regard not because so much of race, although that's that's a factor with them. It has to do with certain uh, institutions like law enforcement. Look at look at Antifa and BLM, what they have done. And and like I said last night, there is a distinct difference between the the activist BLM. And the organization BLM. It is the organization BLM that is causing a lot of tension and divide in our country right now. And compounded with that, Antifa is adding to adding to it. And I firmly believe that the two groups are not mutual. I have a feeling that they they actually in maybe not directly but indirectly work together. And when you have that, it creates a very, very dangerous and volatile situation for the good people of the community, and especially for law enforcement, because law enforcement gets caught with the community right in the middle. But racism does add into it, unfortunately. And I think, Gunslinger, what it comes down to also is this. When you have race when you have racist overtones being put out there and the media is pushing it. Who else is to blame? You've got the media pushing pushing the stories and constantly shoving it down people's throats, which adds fuel to the fire. You've got Democrats who refuse to denounce Antifa and BLM for their actions. I'm willing to bet they're 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 not even going to denounce what this what this uh, racist thug did in saying what he said on Facebook. And he got slammed for it too. Before that account went down, people people went at him and told him 
where it's at. And I'm sure that they told him where to go shit in his hat, too. <clears throat> you know? Well, I'm sure they did. Yeah, but like I said, again, it all boils back down to these people that are doing this, that are pushing the race issue. If they'd stop pushing it, then it would slowly fizzle out. Okay, just like it did before foot buddy got in there. Okay. It was slowly fizzling out. You're never gonna get rid of it. Okay. It's always gonna be at some point, some form. But it's not like it is today. Okay. It's a thousand times worse than it was then. Okay. And why? Because he started it. He started the shit that, well, you know, it's okay for, uh, you know, if you're a faggot to go in there to a little girl's bathroom and, and watch her take a shit, the piss, and all this good stuff. Oh, that's, that's loving. And he agreed with it. You know he did. Okay. <laughs> Are you serious? They're going to show you how sick that motherfucker is. Still is, for that matter. My opinion. So when they started all this, you know, LGBTQ, Q, 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 idiots, okay, and that everything, oh, you, you can't do that. You'll hurt their feelings. Well, life's a bitch, motherfucker. <clears throat> Go suck on that tit for a while. All right? I mean, these people, again, they are living in some type of liberal fantasy world. There you go again. Where have where I heard that before? I think I've said it a few times. Liberal fantasy world. So when you live within a liberal fantasy world like that, well, everything works out. Everything's perfect. Gun-free zones. Nobody gets killed in gun-free zones. It's just, you know, a utopian society in their mind. Now, when it comes out here and goes on, on wood in the real reality, ooh, we got, oh, my God, what's happening? What's wrong? What's, what's happening? My my fantasy land is not working out here in, in reality. I wonder why. <laughs> you know, I firmly believe that Democrats live in that fantasy world. Well, they do, of course. Before I went on the air, yeah, and before I went on the air tonight, I caught a tiny portion of Speaker Pelosi's big mouth. Slamming the president. That's all these Democrats have have done during their uh, virtual DNC uh, convention. It's slam the president. If that's all they're going to do with their with their convention, <laughs> Trump's going to definitely win by a landslide. Oh yeah. Well, when you when you said you were referring to Pelosi's big mouth, were you referring to her mouth or the Grand Canyon? Both of them are pretty big. Get it? <laughs> Grand Canyon? <laughs> no comment. And how often do you hear a journalist say no comment? <laughs> it's, yeah. It's bad. Well, speaking of bad, some campaign. Oh, go ahead, Gunn. No, go ahead, I was just going to say, I don't know if you heard the or the, the news article that I put in the FFNO earlier about that plastic fire we had out here in Grand Prairie. 
holy shit, you can see that son of a bitch for 40 miles. 40 miles. You hear about that one? Thank God uh, the no, I didn't, but I am going to go to the FFNO right now and take a look. I mean, they, see they, here. they could see it for 40 fucking miles. It even showed up on weather radar. It was such a fucking, it was all plastic. Wow. I mean, that's some bitch. They had, they had to call in five different cities. They had to call in the fire department from DFW Airport that owned the big old green-looking fire trucks. You know, it's got the foam generators or whatever. And they just got it out a while ago. It, it burned since last night. Y'all see the fucking wall of flame. It was just, it, wow. I ain't seen something like that in a long time. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> um, I'm I, I've muted the sound on it, and I'm going to put this up. Uh, this was uh, put out by WFAA, and it was on YouTube. And uh, give me a second here to. Uh, Punch this up on the screen. Now you're not going to hear what they're saying, folks, but I'm going to advance it. You're going to—I'm not—I'm not going to advance it or anything. But um, if you look at the reporter on the right side of the screen, and, and there it is, there he is. Um, you see the the fire in the in the background behind him, and the, the the plume of thick black smoke coming from this fire. Uh, let me put this in motion here because they're going to show this, and uh, this is absolutely incredible. I mean, I'm looking at this. The video, and you, and and if you look right, if you look right here, in the background, I mean, look at this. This is this is absolutely unbelievable. Those of you watching on the video platforms, you are seeing this plastics fire uh, when it was raging, and you, you, the, you, the, here is a, a nice wide shot. And I'm going to stop the video for just a second. And you look at the plume of smoke. I mean, look at this. It is just thick black smoke billowing up into the air. And this, wow. That is an, inc- that's an amazing shot right there. And this, this went on, uh, I'm guessing, for hours. Um, well, it started last night. It started last night, and I think they finally got it out right before it got dark, or a couple hours before it got dark. So it, it burned for a good 15, 16 hours at least. Yeah, well, looking at the uh, an aerial shot of, of it, uh, you see the, 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 the tower ladders uh, focusing their, their, their hoses on the uh, fire, and it's like this gigantic mass of, of flames all over the place. So 
when you look at the white and looking at the white shot again, because they're showing it again on the, on the video, um, it, it's just amazing. Now, um, they PGBT closed uh, from I-30 to I-20 uh, along Beltline 360, and if you look, uh, 161 Texas. You see the, the, the yellow arrows pointing in either direction, and the one arrow on the right is showing the, the arrow pointing to where the fire is at Grand Prairie. And it's like, good grief. They had to shut down all of this area because of that, because of that fire at the time. So uh, this, this was, to say the least, um, an incredibly uh, huge fire. I mean, you, you just saw it if you're watching on the video platforms. Uh, and Gunslinger, like you, you said, it had to have been going for a good 15 or 16 hours. Uh, the, the 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 toxic fumes coming from that fire, uh, I'm sure, are a huge concern uh, for a lot of, of uh Residents and and, and uh, officials across the board. Well, I think they even said that a, a tanker a rail car exploded too. Had paint in it, full of paint. I don't know what kind of paint. But obviously, it exploded because there, there's a train track right by it, and one of the shots. You look over, like three or four cars are burned up. They've already moved them. Yeah. Now, you posted something that before that that YouTube video, there was a post that you that you sent uh, that has since been made. Uh, the attachment is unavailable. Um, and you posted this around five o'clock in the morning. I I don't know what that was, but. It's, the attachment is no longer available. Yeah. Now, folks, uh, Iggy Mom uh, posted a um, uh, posted a couple of uh, items here. One, these are two bills here that are here in New York State um, that are pending. And like it says uh, from investmentwatchblog.com, remember, it's only for your own good. All right. Now it says here, Uh, these are these are some of the bills that are pending in New York State's legislation <laughs> legislative session. Uh, there's one bill, a six five six four B and S four two four four B, which allows children fourteen and older to be vaccinated without parental consent. Oh, see now that's. That's just wrong on every conceivable level. 
They're taking the, 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 the they're, they're taking parents' rights away from them yet again. Now they're going to for, New York State is going to force children to be vaccinated, and the parents have no say in it. If this if this bill passes, there you go, Big Brother taking over parents' rights again. There's another bill, A099, which allows forced vaccination and medical treatment, allows detainment of individuals who are not, who are perceived health threats. Can we see your papers, please? Dear God. This is New York State, folks. A973 slash S3899A allows healthcare practitioners to administer all STD vaccines to minors starting at age nine without parental knowledge or consent. STD vaccines be administered to minors starting as young as age nine without parental knowledge or consent. That's sick. A2316 slash S2276 mandates annual flu vaccine for daycare through age 18. Again, parental rights being denied. A2316, I just read that one, sorry. S29 8A mandates Gardasol, Gardasol 9 for all children born on or after January 2009. State Bill A2941 mandates reporting of adult vaccines to the registry without consent. And yes, there is a new adult vaccine scheduled being implemented. Really? <laughs> they ain't sticking me with no vaccines. Not, if I don't want them, they ain't sticking me with it. And they kiss my ass. The only way they're going to do that is they would have to forcibly do it to me. And at that point, it becomes New York State then truly becomes a dictatorship under King Cuomo the second. King Cuomo I was his father. A8635 slash S6717 requires publication of immunization and exemption rates. And in parentheses, it says here, so healthcare practitioners can be disciplined for low vaccination rate among their patients. Oh, so, so if the patient refused to take the vaccine, the, the doctor gets penalized. Real fucking smart. That's that's just sick. I'm sorry. And then there's another Senate bill which aims to overturn habeas corpus. Oh, yeah. So let's see here. Assembly Bill A-99 relates to the removal of cases, contacts, and carriers 
of communicable diseases who are potentially dangerous to the public health. An act to amend the public health law in relation to the removal of cases, contacts, and carriers of communicable diseases who are potentially dangerous to the public health. Uh, Let's see here. The people of the state of New York, represented in Senate and Assembly, do enact as follows. Removal and detention of cases, contact carriers who are dangerous to public health, other orders, the provisions of this section shall be utilized in the event that the governor declares a state of health emergency due to an epidemic of any communicable disease upon determining by clear and convincing evidence that the health of others is or may be endangered by a case, contact or carrier, or suspected case, contact or carrier, of a contagious disease that in the opinion of the gov- in the opinion of the governor. Now, now this governor is the same the same dickhead who was responsible for a, a bunch of lives being lost with that nursing home debacle. Okay. In the opinion of the governor, after consultation with the commissioner, may pose an imminent and significant threat to the public health resulting in severe morbidity or high mortality. The governor or his or her delegee, including but not limited to the commissioner or the heads of local health departments, may order the removal and or detention of such a person or a group of such persons by issuing a single order identifying such persons either by a name or by a reasonably specific description of the individuals or group being detained, such person or group of persons shall be detained in a medical facility or other appropriate facility or premises designated by the governor or his or her delegee and complying with subdivision five of this section. So basically, this this if if the if if they decide you're a health threat because of COVID, you get hauled away, not necessarily to jail, but to a health facility where you will be detained against your will. That's wrong on every level. What do you think of all this, Gun? And I want to thank Iggy Mom for putting that in the FFNO uh, today. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't surprise me. Um, <laughs> boy, you, you know, when you start forcing people to do shit like that, again, like I said, that that ticking time bomb is, is going to be ticking a little bit faster. People ain't gonna put up with this shit. I'm telling you, okay? They're not gonna put up with it you know, much longer. Uh, it, it's going to get to a boiling point. When it gets to a boiling point, I don't know. It's going to blow, and I wouldn't want to be standing in front of it. <laughs> Go ahead. 
No, believe me. When 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 that train comes down the track and it derails, I hope to God I am miles and miles away from the derailment. Believe me. But what bothers me is the New York State Legislature and Assembly is putting this shit forward. And, of course, the governor is going to sign it right away. The second it passes the Assembly and the legislature and all that, he's going to sign it, and it's going to be a done deal. And that means that all of us in New York State are now under the, the subjugation of a dictatorship rule. And that sucks. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Now, this this story, folks, I thought in, at first glance really just blows the mind, but it goes beyond that. It shows how liberal professors are truly stupid. Iowa State professor, an Iowa State professor is threatening to dismiss students who oppose abortion and Black Lives Matter. You're right, folks. Get a load of this shit, Gunslinger. You know, this, this is sickening. An Iowa State University professor is coming under fire after she issued a sibilis threatening discipline against students who undertook projects that opposed Black Lives Matter and abortion. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Labeled a giant warning... The portion of the sibilis banned instances of othering, othering, okay, which it defined as sexism, ableism, homophobia, and a variety of other things. The same goes for any papers or projects. You cannot choose any topic that takes at its base that one side doesn't deserve the same basic human rights as you do, i.e., no arguments against gay marriage, abortion, Black Lives Matter, etc. I take this seriously, it added. Young America's Foundation, a conservative youth organization, released a screenshot of the stimulus on Monday claiming that it came from a professor named Chloe Clark, According to Iowa State's website, the course, English 250, is for written, oral, visual, and electronic composition. The course is required as part of a student's communication proficiency requirement for graduation. In a statement, the university described the stimulus as inconsistent with its commitment to the First Amendment. The, the stimulus statement as written, was inconsistent with the university's standards and its commitment to the First Amendment rights of students. 
A statement from the taxpayer-funded universities read, after reviewing this issue with the faculty member, the stimulus has been corrected to ensure that it is consistent with university policy. Moreover, the faculty member is being provided additional information regarding the First Amendment policies of the university. It added, Iowa State is firmly committed to protecting the First Amendment rights of its students, faculty, and staff with respect to student expression in the classroom, including the completion of assignments, the university does not take disciplinary action against students based on the content or viewpoints expressed in their speech. Well, good for Iowa State University. The Black Lives Matter movement began in the wake of the acquittal of George Zimmerman in the shooting death of unarmed African-American teenager Trayvon Martin in July 2013. The three black women who first used the hashtag on social media later expanded their effort into a network of local Black Lives Matter chapters. However, the broader movement against police brutality and systemic racism, which reignited after the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis, is decentralized and larger than those chapters. Basically, what they're saying is they have nothing to do with the original chapters whatsoever. Iowa State University has promoted the organization. After George Floyd's death, the clean issued, the dean, I'm sorry, issued a Black Lives Matter statement that pledged a critical examination of our own policies and practices from classroom teaching to faculty and staff recruitment to ensure that they are truly equitable. Well, again, let me point, let me emphasize that Black Lives Matter, the, the movement that started in 2013, is not the same, or is not the organization Black Lives Matter that is out there today. So this professor got her, got her boobs in a bunch, thinking she could you know, tell the students what they're allowed to, to, do, to write about and what they're not allowed to write about and everything else, trying to curtail their First Amendment rights. And the university said, uh-uh, that's not what we're about here, people, and put the kibosh on it pretty quick because she was going to, how did she put it? She threatened to dismiss students who oppose abortion and Black Lives Matter. Well, I guess she got her her nipples in nipples in a twist over what students were going to write about and so forth. But the university says no, we're not going to we're not going to squash their uh, First Amendment rights. So Iowa State University is all about the First Amendment, but they're they're very broad based, and they gave this Iowa State professor a kick in the pants, letting her know up front, you're not going to dismiss any students, and and threatening them like that is out is out of line. What you what you said 
in that stimulus was inconsistent with this, the university's policies, which is to protect the students' First Amendment. So what do you think, Gunn? <clears throat> well, I'm glad that university stood up for for the right thing. Okay, This witch should be fired immediately. But you see, this is obviously a liberal turd ball uh, because this is the way liberals think. They don't want you to think. It's just their way or the highway. You can do it like I say or I'll dismiss you. Fuck you, okay? Uh, everybody has a right to free speech. <clears throat> but this is the typical liberal mindset. They want It's okay for them, but it's not okay for you. <laughs> Boy, they have some sick motherfuckers, let me tell you. That's why liberalism, I think, is finally dawned as a mental health issue. It's a mental disease. And rightfully so, too. Well, how many times have you said on, here on the on this broadcast that liberalism is a brain-eating disorder? Well, you know what? You you hit the head on the nail with that one every time, brother. I'm telling you, it is a brain-eating disorder. And anyone who subscribes to liberalism has contracted that disorder. Well. President Trump's campaign went after uh, Iowa's easy counties, Lynn County and, Je- and Johnson County, because they pre-filled mail-in ballots. Now the Trump campaign is suing New Jersey Governor Murphy over recent, over recent executive order on mail-in voting. They're not letting. I'm telling you, the Trump campaign is not letting the grass grow under their feet. <clears throat> not on this issue, and I can't say as I blame them. The Trump campaign has sued New Jersey's governor over his directive to expand mail-in voting. The suit was filed against Phil Murphy, who recently signed an executive order requiring every voter in the state to receive a mail-in ballot, even if they're planning to vote in person. Expanding access to the ballot box is something we have worked to do throughout our administration, ensuring not only that everyone gets a ballot, but that they have secure ways of returning that ballot. This is according to the governor of New Jersey. The Trump campaign suit argued Murphy's order violated citizens' rights to vote because universal mail-in voting can lead to large-scale voter fraud. It further alleged the power to change New Jersey's election law belongs to the state legislature. The Trump campaign has also taken legal action in the Midwest, where several Iowa counties sent out pre-filled forms to all of their residents. The forms included their voter PIN and driver's license numbers. The suit claimed these counties violated a directive from state officials which required application forms to be completed blank, to be completely blank, sorry, when residents receive them. These legal actions are only part of the Trump campaign's larger fight against dozens of Democrat states and localities 
With help from the RNC, the campaign has challenged governors, liberal groups, and the DNC on their efforts to expand mail-in voting. We want to make sure in this time of uncertainty every American is able to vote safely, but we cannot derail the safeguards that ensure election integrity, said RNC Chairwoman Rona McDaniel. The RNC has launched a website as part of their initiative, which outlines their legal victories so far. Americans deserve to have confidence in their elections, read a statement from the website. Now, I'm going to go to that very website. And it is protectthevote.com. Again, that's protectthevote.com. And here's where it says on that website. The RNC and the Trump campaign are aggressively fighting back against the Democrats' assault on the integrity of our elections. All across the country, Democrats are trying to use coronavirus and the courts to legalize ballot harvesting, implement a nationwide mail-in ballot system, and eliminate nearly every safeguard in our elections. Voters are, voters are on our side. Nearly two-thirds. 62% say there is fraud in U.S. elections and that fraud would concern them under Democrats' nationwide mail-in ballot system. Americans overwhelmingly approve of the safeguards. Democrats are suing to eliminate, like signature matching, 84%, voter identification, 80%, and a ballot receipt deadline of Election Day, 83%. Voters also oppose, 67% of them, allowing campaign workers to collect mail-in ballots, a practice known as ballot harvesting. Americans deserve to have confidence in their elections, and we will not stand idly by while Democrats try to sue their way to victory in November. Chairwoman Rona McDaniel, Republican National Committee. Now, there is a map and it shows where they're fighting. I'm going to... uh, pull this up on the screen in just a moment. There we go. Now I want you to take a look at this map, folks, those of you watching on the video platforms. All right? And follow along with me carefully. Every state that you see here in red is where they're fighting. Okay? Now, I'm going to scroll down just a little bit, and this drop-down menu lists the individual states. So, in Arizona, for example, leading the effort to to defend against Democrats' challenge to Arizona's ban on absentee ballot harvesting, also intervening to defend against Democrats' challenge to Arizona's signature match requirement for absentee ballots. 
right? That's where that's what's going on there. In California, they sued along with the R, with the NRCC and California GOP, Governor Gavin Newsom, over his radical executive order redesigning California's election system, which includes sending ballots to millions of inactive voters without necessary safeguards. They sued California challenging unconstitutional partisan legislation that would have required President Trump to disclose his tax returns as a condition of ballot access. They sued the governor, Secretary of State, and Attorney General of California as part of an effort to prevent ballot harvesting during COVID-19 case, during COVID-19. All right? Their principle, it says on the website, our principles. This, I'm reading this also because of the people on, on the radio platforms listening. Ballot harvesting is unacceptable. Sending activists to strangers' homes to collect ballots not only jeopardizes people's health in this time of social distancing, but it also threatens the security of ballots. Ballots must be returned and not sent to inactive voters. Uh, excuse me, ballots must be requested, my apologies, and not sent to inactive voters. Democrats want ballots automatically mailed to inactive voters, including those who have moved or even passed away. Doing so is unnecessary, costly, and increases the chance of fraud and corrupt ballot harvesting. None of the five states that conduct all mail-in all male elections send ballots to inactive voters. Washington, for example, requires voters to provide some identifying information in the return envelope. Democrats are arguing against these common sense measures. Don't flip a switch on our elections. Democrats' plans to upend our elections are unrealistic. States with widespread mail-in voting took years to roll out the process, not mere months. You can't just flip a switch and go from real low absentee ballots to 100% vote by mail. According to Washington Secretary of State Kim Wyman, it took Washington five years to switch to all mail-in ballots. Wow, five years. Trust voters to decide how they want to vote. A nationwide mail-in ballot system disenfranchises voters by limiting their options. But the vast majority of voters, 77% of them, want the security of of the voting booth and the privacy it affords. Security measures protect the principle of one person, one vote. Safeguards like signature matching and photo identification must be preserved and enhanced. They secure the principle of one person, one vote, which in turn protects free and fair elections. Ballots must be cast and received by Election Day. Receiving ballots after Election Day 
allows losing candidates to go find, that's in quotes, enough late votes to change the outcome. Moreover, any system that allows late-arriving ballots is ripe for weeks of prolonged litigation, which undermines the confidence and legitimacy of the election. And last but certainly not least, federalism works. States should maintain primary responsibility for their voting laws. Americans overwhelmingly oppose, 67% of them, Democrats' attempt to nationalize our elections through a one-size-fits-all approach. Democrats Democrats couldn't even count votes in Iowa, and now they suddenly believe they can redesign the entire U.S. election system in a matter of a few months. Our election system is under attack by the Democrats. They want to turn it into a one-size-fits-all method. One size does not fit all. That's like taking my shirt and putting it on the skinniest, scrawniest guy there is, and he's not even six feet tall. Say he's only five foot tall. Okay? He's going to swim in in a shirt as big as mine. Okay? You take that same concept to voting, and what happens? One size does not fit all. Because now you're now, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but the reality is you could end up with people at the voting booth saying, "Oh, don't vote for this person, vote for this person. You can't vote for that person." Hint, hint, wink, wink. Catch the drift. That's the reality. What do you think? What do you think of all this, Gun? I don't know. It's just like you said. Take your pick. I mean, <laughs> um, it's uh, building ballots. This, that, all what's going on. I don't know. You know, it's. I think what you were saying that keeping the voting booths open for a week. I think that's the best idea. I mean, if they can do it in the school, if they can go back to school now and practice social distancing and all that and mm. be successful, then okay, why can't that work? There's no excuse that why it can't work. Uh, the way I see it, I mean, school's going to do it. I mean, look how long the school goes on. It goes on all year, or, you know, the school period, and this is only for a week. Hmm. Interesting. Go ahead. Well, I said this last couple of times out. If they really want to protect people's right to vote, they're really gung-ho about it, screw the mail-in ballots. I mean, if people want an absentee ballot, let them request it in accordance to the election laws that are currently on the books. Open the open up the voting booths on say Monday morning at six in the morning. Close them at nine o'clock at night. 
and then open them up Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at the same times. This would not only guarantee people have, can vote in person, but if social distancing has to be practiced and wearing a mask has to be practiced, then by all means, open the voting booths up all week. Don't make it just a one-day event and count on mail-in ballots, because I'll tell you something right now. Ballot harvesting? Oh, yeah. I have a funny feeling that, that the Democrats will pull that stunt. And as far as the mail-in ballots, if other Democrat-controlled states pull the same stunt Iowa did in, in, in several counties, pre-filled ballots, that's stealing the election, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's called stealing an election or voter fraud. All right, moving on to something Gunslinger and I and many gun owners uh, believe is important to protect our Second Amendment. Well, apparently, in Richmond, Virginia, Second Amendment activists went on the march. Oh, yeah. Get a load of this, folks. Several groups representing their respective causes rallied in Richmond, Virginia Tuesday, including a group in support of Second Amendment rights. Demonstrators mobilized at the Capitol, uh, at the Capitol building, and marched to where state lawmakers were holding a special session on an emergency budget. Virginia's Democrat Governor, Ralph Northam, recently announced proposals to provide additional funding for police reform and expand access to voting ahead of the coming election. State lawmakers previously attempted to clamp down on gun owners' rights, which prompted demonstrations against further infringement. One unnamed protester said, people are sick and tired of all age groups. All are out here for one reason. They are They're sick and tired of freedom getting stripped for no reason so that the government can have more power, so they can have more influence, so they can do more when we want them to do less. Republican state lawmakers have blamed the loss of order in the city on a lack of leadership by Democrats. State Senator, Republican from Virginia, Bill DeSteff, said, I'm a little disgusted how they've handled things. We've got a chance to fix that, but we don't have the votes to support it. So we so we'll see what we can do. What we we'll see what we can stop today and kind of go from there. Last session, Virginia lawmakers passed a universal background check and a one handgun a month law, which demonstrators have called unconstitutional. Mike Dunn, a protester, said, the only thing that can protect your right to be free is firearms. Firearms protect the First Amendment, and like I said, firearms protect the Constitution in its entirety. We support that. We want all the rights for all the people. 
all the time. That's why we are here today. Protesters also slammed vice presidential nominee Senator Kamala Harris, who previously claimed she supports mandatory gun buybacks and wants to get so-called assault weapons off the streets. Now, there is a clip I'm going to, uh, in, that I'm going to um, play in a moment. That goes back to July of this year, the, July 30th to be exact. So let me play that clip first before we go, uh, before I get your, your response, Gunslinger, because I didn't see this, art, this story on July 30th, and I'm a little surprised by it. I'm surprised I missed it, is what I should say. <laughs> it's like, oops. All right. Just got to wait for the browser to open. Do 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 Stubborn, slow mule it is. Open sesame. That didn't work. Oh, wait a minute. I stand corrected. It kind of worked. A little more. A little more. A little bit more. Okay, fine. It did open. Hmm. Let's just love it when when, when things get into a silly moment. <laughs> Got to have a little fun in this life, folks. Otherwise, you go completely. There. All right. I'm going to play this clip, and then I want to get Gunslinger's uh, thoughts on the story I just read, as well as this clip. So... Open sesame. Please? With radical left-wing terrorists taking to the streets in cities across the nation, Americans are being forced to defend themselves. One America's Pearson Sharp explains. The Second Amendment is one of many amendments that make up the United States Bill of Rights. The amendments made to the United States Constitution were a result of the citizens demanding a guarantee of their basic freedoms. The Second Amendment states clearly that a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The Founding Fathers studied the trials and errors of once powerful civilizations and learned from the mistakes made by their feudal forefathers in Europe 
before then creating the framework for the free world. This amendment allows citizens of the United States their right to defend themselves from a tyrannical government as well as grant the right of gun ownership to individuals for purposes that include self-defense. Keeping and bearing arms comes with responsibility. Throughout history, the first step of any tyrannical government, from socialist leaders like Stalin to Hitler to Mao Zedong, has been to confiscate its citizens' weapons and deny them their right to bear arms. And now America's own socialists are doing the same thing. While peaceful, law-abiding citizens simply try to protect their families from the violent mob, the government is turning on them and defending the criminals prowling the streets. In Missouri, the local government is charging a 60-year-old couple with felonies for standing their ground and defending their home. And why? Because they had guns. But the terrorists in the crowd who broke down the gate to the privately owned street to trespass and vandalize private property and threaten innocent citizens also had guns. So what's the difference? Well. When violent socialist gangs of thugs and murderers proudly display their weapons, like these anarchists in Seattle, the same group of people who murdered two innocent teenagers, including a young black man, the media and the liberal elite defend them as the best of our democratic ideals. That's the exact phrase LA Mayor Eric Garcetti used to describe the violent Black Lives Matter and Antifa terrorists in Portland who attacked police, burned buildings, and tried to destroy their own city. But not only are you not allowed to own guns, but extremist Democrats in cities like New York are working hard to disband their police, so you'll have no protection at all. In New York, murders are up 23% this year, and shooting incidents are up 130%, with some 400 people being shot just since Memorial Day. While Socialist Mayor Bill de Blasio claims it's the safest city in America. Now city councils are actually issuing travel advisories for places like New York, urging residents not to go because it's too dangerous. And this is just the beginning. Meanwhile, the radical left mayor of Chicago is calling for more gun control in a city that's one of the most violent and dangerous in America, with 65 people shot and 10 people killed in one weekend. This is the America of the radical Marxist left. Criminals will always have guns. The question is, will you? Patricia and Mark McCloskey did nothing wrong. They protected their private property, and most importantly, no one got hurt. But they're being vilified by the extremists who want to take your guns away. Extremists like George Soros, who supported and funded the election of the St. Louis prosecutor attacking the McCloskeys. Now is the time to arm yourself. If you don't have a gun, exercise your Second Amendment right and make sure you have the ability to defend yourself when the Antifa and Black Lives Matter brown shirts come to your door. Because the radical Marxist left want to make sure the mob does come to your door, and soon. And as they quickly move to defund law enforcement and pull police off our streets, your gun is your best and perhaps only way to keep your family safe. And Americans seem to be getting the message. Right now, gun sales are surging to all-time highs with 40% of sales going to first-time gun buyers. So support your local businesses. Get registered and buy a gun. Join a gun club. Support the NRA. And make sure our generation isn't the last generation to enjoy the liberty of owning firearms.
For One America News, I'm Pearson Sharp. Want to see... Gunslinger, great story I read, and this video, your thoughts. Well, it's, it's, it's really plain and simple that one day it's going to come down to a big boom boom, okay? If they keep pushing this narrative, okay, of, you know, trying to take the guns and doing this, eventually the pimple's going to pop, as <laughs> the old saying goes. And when it pops, God help them, because they'll need it, okay? Because... How far can you think this is going to go? They want to defund the police. They want to take the police off the streets. They want to protect the criminals more than they want to protect you. Whoops, not going to happen. Um, more and more, that's like that clips in. More and more people are buying guns. Gun sales are skyrocketing. Why? Because of people like that and Camel Toe and Sleepy Joe that wants to take your gun rights away. Well, you can't take gun rights away. Oh, you can try. <laughs> you can try all day long. But unfortunately, when you do try to that extreme, you're going to get the business end of a barrel and the thing that comes out of it. And it's not pleasurable. Okay? Um, it's been like that for all throughout history. Just like he said, you know, what's, what do the dictators do? The first thing they do is disarm the citizens. Why? Because they can't shoot back. How can you shoot back if you ain't got nothing to shoot back with? It's just like me. I've said this a zillion times. You think I walk around with, with this three fifty seven Magnum strapped on and no bullets in it? What, are you fucking crazy? Hell no. The damn thing's fully loaded. Okay? Just in, just in case the event that I have to use it. Like I said, it goes both ways. You know, the Second Amendment is there for a tyrannical government, no doubt. That was the main founding father's reason for coming up with the Second Amendment. Because they knew that if they ever got out of control, which they have, and to a point that where they start being a complete, total dickhead, dictator over you, well, guess what's going to save you? That little thing called a boom-boom. Peacekeeper. That's why they're called peacekeepers. Because they keep the peace. I mean, they do what they do. They keep the peace. And if you're in defending yourself, it's like that, these, that couple there in Missouri. One of these days, it's going to, it's going to erupt in gunfire. And there's going to be a lot of dead bodies, too. And if the cops try to intervene, hey, <laughs> they can bleed, too. Okay? Because people don't going to put up with it. You think you're going to, be, you're going to put up with these armed thugs trying to come in here and rape, rob, pillage, rape your wife, rape your daughter, rape your dog. Are you serious? And you just stand there and do nothing? I, I don't see that ever happening. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I'll tell you something. Between you, me, and the four winds, this is the way I, the way I view our Second Amendment. The Second Amendment, and I've heard it said, um, I believe you've said it, and a few others have said it. Uh, our Second Amendment is there to protect the First Amendment and every amendment that follows behind it. I firmly believe that we have a constitutional right 
to protect our, our rights. And we must protect those rights. If we do not, if we sit idly by and do nothing, then we are no better than those who would take the rights away from us. Because we, if, we, if we sit and do nothing, we are abdicating our rights. We are handing them over to the state. And I sure as hell am not going to do that. And I know you won't either, Gun. I know a lot of gun owners will not allow that to happen. Actually, I'm going to put, yeah, I'll I'll put this one out there. Attorney General Bill Barr says 1,000 arrests have been made since the Department of Justice launched Operation Legend. And as a matter of fact, let me show you folks. Uh, something here. As soon as I... Uh, there it is. I needed to find the uh, screen capture I took of this image. I'm going to put that up on the screen for those of you watching on the video platforms. All right. I'm going to let that sit there for a minute, and then I'm going to switch back to it in just a moment. All right. I'll take that off of there. According to the nation's top cop, more than 200 suspects have been charged with federal crimes, and more than 1,000 arrests have been made since the Department of Justice launched Operation Legend. Attorney General William Barr made the announcement during a press briefing in Kansas City. The initiative was launched in July in response to the nationwide riots, calls to defund police, and a surge in violent crimes in major U.S. cities. Its mission is to save lives, solve crimes, and take violent offenders off the streets before they can claim more victims. Rather than demonizing and defunding our police, we are supporting and strengthening our law enforcement partners at the state and local level. This is what Attorney General Barr said. Operation Legend was named in honor of four-year-old Legend Telefero, who was shot and killed while he slept on June 29th in Kansas City. His suspected killer, 22-year-old Ryson Ellis, 
is currently behind bars and is facing second-degree murder charges. Now, I'm going to show you that image, ladies and gentlemen, that's part of the story. And I'm going to put this in the chat room so Gunslinger, you can take a look at it and so Royal can look at it as well. So here's the screen capture link. All right. Now, if you look at this, at this map, launched in, on July 22nd, 2020 in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, in Kansas City, Missouri, on July 8th. These are all the places where Operation Legend was, was launched. Chicago, Illinois, on July 22nd. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, on July 29th. Detroit, Michigan, on July 29th. Cleveland, Ohio, on July 29th. St. Louis, Missouri, on August 6th. And Memphis, Tennessee, on August 6th. Don't be surprised if Operation Legend ends up popping up in your neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, because this this is the DOJ's response to a very volatile situation that's happening across our country in Democrat-controlled states and cities. What do you think of that one, Gunn? It's, you know, it's just, it's definitely starting to happen. I'm in total agreement. Let it happen all the way across the country. Because, you know, if you want to act stupid, and well, you're going you to do the time. You want to do the crime, you're going to do the time. And you get what you deserve. And obviously, it's, it's, it's starting. <laughs> yeah, more power to it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the way I see it is this. We need all the, um, all, all the, all, we need every, every possible contingency out there as humanly possible. The way I see it, Gunslinger, we either put a stop to these violent rioters who are out there not just rioting but looting, Plundering and pillaging. I always say plundering and pillaging because it's, it's not that it sounds good. It's, it's what's happening. That's, what, that's what's happening. I mean, when you see a person taking a brick or some other heavy object and throwing it through a window of a store and then stealing that store's merchandise, that's not reparations like Ariel Atkins say, had stated. no. I'm sorry, Ms. Atkins, that's not reparations, that's stealing. And it's not just going to affect the store owner, but it affects the people who work in that store, because now their livelihood has been fucked with. Is that reparations? No, it's common thuggery and, and theft. When, when these anarchists, these thugs burn buildings 
destroy public property, deface public property. Uh, yeah, they're criminals. It's just that simple. Well, gunslinger, unfortunately, per medical advice, I am I'm only doing I'm only doing the show for a short time tonight. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Firefox News Online will not be airing Thursday, as I will be uh, I will be involved in a medical in medical testing to determine what's causing my sleep pattern to be so erratic. They're hoping to rule out narcolepsy, but we're going to see what's happening. And Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I hope to have the show back to its normal time of three hours a night, four nights a week. But until the doctor says otherwise, I am taking the doctor's advice very seriously. And she's recommending getting proper rest as much as humanly possible. So, Gunslinger, thanks for hanging out with me, brother. Always a pleasure having you here. And, uh, of course, everybody that watches and by the... Easy for me to say, ain't it, folks? <laughs> and all of you watching and listening by archives. Until next time, I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. And America, one quick note of uh, one quick note for you. Uh, be sure to check facebook.com slash f-f-n-o-i-b-n that's facebook.com slash f-f-n-o-i-b-n for the links to the live broadcasts and also be sure to check there often because there may be impromptu broadcasts now, a quick programming note. Firefox News Online uh, will be having a second opportunity for the After Action broadcast. Uh, that will be, and let me see here. I don't want to give you the wrong day. I've got to check the calendar. That will be on... Sunday, August 30th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 20 hundred hours for all you military-type type persons. So be sure to join me for that. August 30th, 8 p.m. It will be aired on the five video platforms as well as Facebook on my private page. So be sure to join me for... All the, uh, all the good stuff. And that will go from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Until then, <coughs> have fun, y'all. We'll be back soon. Now, let me see here. Oh, wrong mouse. I did it again. I grabbed the wrong mouse controller. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. One of these days I'm going to learn. I swear I'm going to learn.
I'm going to learn, learn, learn. All right. Here comes the outro. I hope. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved. You can catch the links to Firefox News Online's broadcast by going to facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. That's facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. For the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Networks. Hey, we'd like to hear from you, so send your comments to comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Also, any stories or topic ideas you might have, we'd like to hear from you. Send to WeReport at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's WeReport at firefoxnewsonline.com. Again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. I'm George Sinzer. Thank you so much for being here. We'll catch you next time. So let it be written. So let it be done. Uh-huh.